up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Oh, my little guy. Love him like cook food. You ever hear that saying? No. I love him like cook food. I love him like a nice hot of cooked Jamaican food. That's how much I love my son. Like a fresh vegetable. Like a fresh vegetable. But he's so frustrating. <laughs> so frustrating. And I'll tell you what the most recent frustration with this kid is. I've had him in swimming lessons. And it's been my dream. You know, I love getting to the beach, into the water. I was like, I got to get him swimming so I can have a buddy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's not with it. Not falling. He's not following the plan. Like, we got to get you in the water. We got to get you. I don't want to go swimming. I have had to trick him in, into getting there. Yeah. I'll get. I'll pick him up from school. I'll get in the car. I'll hide the swimming bag because he knows what it looks oh, like. Oh, that much, huh? We'll get all the way there. Well, and he goes, this is the wrong way. Why are we not going home? Where are we going? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> if we get there, you're taking me swimming. I'm like, what is the problem? Why won't you go swimming? We get into the pool, and he's like, pull, I'm pulling him. And, like, I don't want to force him. That's no. not the, you know, you don't want right. to traumatize the kid. But I, I just had to sit him down at one point. He's only four. And I was like, what is with you in the swimming? Yeah. Why don't you like it? And he says to me, I don't like the treadmill. I said, the treadmill? <laughs> what treadmill? I don't need, I was like, what, what does he th- think a treadmill is? I was like, what is a treadmill? I don't, I don't like when they put me near the treadmill. I'm like, what's the treadmill? So one day we get to the swimming and I go, hey, by the way. Show me where the treadmill is. He walks me to the edge of the pool. Yeah. And then he points to the little box. You know the little square in the wall of the pool where the water goes in? The the vent? Okay. Oh, where it like kind yes. of cleans the water. Yeah, like yeah, the little filter. intake. The filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why he calls it the treadmill, but he's <laughs> deathly afraid of it. He thinks he's going to get sucked into it. He thinks it. he's going to get sucked oh, into it because they do this so thing where they're, cro- they're like kind of uh, putting their hand on the wall and they're learning how to uh, yeah. scoot across the, uh, the pool sure. safely. And when he gets to that, he seizes up. Does it actually have a bit of a suction to it? It does. And it like it has like a little flap. So when yeah. the water hits it, it's like. Oh, I can picture it's like, it. Whoosh, so whoosh, whoosh. optically, noise, everything, sensory, he does And I like watched it. him. Yeah. And when he gets to that thing, yeah. he gets scared. So all I had to do, I go to the swimming teacher. I'm like, hey. And I, and I make sure he watches. Like, Don't let him go near that thing, right? And I give her a wink. She goes, oh, yeah, of course. And he looks at it. He's like, yay. Problem solved. Good okay. for you. An irrational fear, though. Yeah. Well, remember in Home Alone, when <laughs> Kevin McAllister would go down to the basement, the heat to him looked like a monster, the heater. The, uh, the, the furnace, the right? Furnace. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So it's like maybe that's what kids are imagining when they're seeing these else. things. Yeah. Listen, to your point, Azalea, yeah. when I used to go to the basement in my house and I turn off the light and the whole basement would go dark, I would do a full sprint up the stairs because 100%. I because I, I thought something All behind me was going to come scare me. <laughs> pull you back down. Yeah, pull me back down or eat Because me. you know once the <laughs> lights go out, they come out. That's when the things mm-hmm. come out. And they grab you by the ankle. Oh, my gosh. Stop. It just gives me palpitations <laughs> thinking well, about it. Problem solved. So irrational, it's irrational to us, but to them it, it, it means. It's very real. Go back in childhood. Let's think about We've all had one. I know. i got to think about mine. Yeah, of course you'd have one. one. Tell us your childhood irrational fear. It's been a while, Jamar. I'm a little older. <laughs> well, i got to go way back. Uh, reach into the archives and okay. blow a little dust off okay. of it, and we'll talk about your childhood irrational fear okay. right after this. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Now I feel bad because I-, I was scared of a lot of things when I was a kid. I was scared of the laundry room. 
I just when the when the dryer would be you know when the dryer's going to yeah. the tumble dry cycle yeah. and you hear like belt buckles or like little uh right. buttons hit, hitting it. Someone like, was trying to get out. It just sounds like there's a creature in there like <laughs> like it's trying to get out of the dryer. It would yeah. scare the mess out of me. But you know what really across the board is darkness is no good. Darkness is scary to kids. It is. That's why kids will even if they wake up and they I don't want to pee because I don't know what's in that bathroom. Oh yeah and they, I better better do it on the bed than in the bathroom, yeah, right? Yeah like I just can't move. I, I can't move. <laughs> right. And so we got somebody talking about Pokeroo on the line. Pokeroo is scary to good you? Morning. Hi. Hi. Hey. (laughs) Good morning. What is your name? Tammy. Okay, Tammy, what's this about Pokeru, a beloved character? So my younger sister, when she was little, every time she would go in the bathroom and the um, bathtub curtain was closed, (laughs) she would freak out and scream and wouldn't go in the bathroom. (laughs) So I'd have to go in the bathroom and open up the curtain because she was terrified Pokeru was waiting in the bathroom. Now, uh, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but Pokeroo wasn't supposed to be scaring children. No. Co- Pokeroo's no. supposed to be cuddly and nice, right? Yeah. And so I couldn't figure out why she was oh, terrified. And to this day, it. still have no idea. <laughs> she's still kind of scared of him. Not to that extent, but she still has that fear. Um, I mean, listen, to her credit, I had a little bit of a fear of Snuffleupagus growing up. <laughs> like, those eyelashes were a little just too long for me. I mean, Pokeroo is a big guy. I mean, I can imagine when you're little. I don't know. Pokeroo is literally a polka dot kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, uh, how old is your your daughter now? Um, She's 30. (laughs) Okay. Has she gotten it over? Has she gotten over it? Um, kind of. She still has that fear a little bit, but she's not terrified to go in the bathroom. And she's got a glass shower. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Instead of a, yeah, instead of the curtain. Never, never left her, right? Oh well, man. Her curtain's always open now. Okay. Whenever I'm at her house, it's always open. Aww. Never keeps it closed. Thanks for sharing that story with us. Thank Let you her so know much. we mentioned her name a lot. No, we didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It was>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the. F- the, the irrational childhood fears we had. What are they texting in, Azalea? You know, someone just did text in saying, my sister used to have nightmares that Pokeroo would be killing her. What? Like, <laughs> I don't know why. why she gets a, Pokeroo. A bad rap That's probably why they switched over to bananas and pajamas. Oh. <laughs> Those characters. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> if these were my siblings, 100%. If we got in a fight, I was sending photos of Pokeroo. <laughs> to scare them? Yeah. One more. Um, more texts, you know, people said Freddy Krueger coming yes. out under the waterbed. But yeah. that's a ra- that's rational. Like but Kruger that is scary. rational. Okay, let's see. Fear of clowns. We got people saying that they were scared of sharks in the swimming pool. Now, yeah. that is an irrational childhood fear that is shared by someone in the studio. Simone. Yes. Bruh. What happened? How? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I must have watched too many movies that have sharks or crocodiles or large snakes in them. That Yeah, but w- large bodies of water is not pool. No, still, I, how, they can get in the drain somewhere. They can get in there. Uh, hang on a minute. Hang not on a minute, Jamar. You won't go swim. You don't like swimming in a lake. Yeah, because there are probably things in the lake. There are things in the lake. Yeah, Sometimes so, they kind of nudge up and go, uh, oh. Uh, no, no, no. I, need I have to no see, problem with that. I, listen, you know I love being in the water, but I, I need to see everything. I like the I mystery just, of the lake. Yeah? Oh. The uh, mystery of the lake. I don't know what's in there. Anybody get scared of swallowing seeds ever? Do you remember that one? Like if you, if you swallow oh, like yes. a... Oh, yes. That's a good one. If you a swa- tomato plant's going to grow in your head. Yeah, my mom always told me the watermelon seeds would grow oh, in my that's stomach. that's funny. Yeah. All right. Fun stuff. Yep.
Okay, to the children and to the imaginations. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. In an effort to relate to the young ones, the little ones, we're we're talking about our irrational childhood fears. Mm-hmm. We all had them. So you can't really judge too much when the kids are afraid of something that's like, what? Like, for example, Aaron, um, do tell us about this fear of this character you had. Uh, well, growing up, Teletubbies were just creepy. Um, <laughs> it was a toss-up between that and uh, Polka Dot Shorts, of course. Uh, it's just something Wait, that... between that and what? Polka Dot Shorts. Pokeroo. Pokeroo. Yep. Oh, yeah. The Teletubbies and Pokeroo. We all had the fear of some weird cartoon commercial or yeah. character, uh, but for me, it was the Teletubby. Like, now, was there a color tel- Teletubby that was more scary than others? Because didn't they have come in multiple colors? Yeah, there's a purple, uh, the green, the purple one. Somebody goes. Remember their names right now. No, don't worry about that. But that okay. <laughs> and so you would just change the channel, or what would you do? I honestly would run out of the room. Ah, <laughs> right. I mean, what is a Teletubby anyway? Thank you, Aaron. Very uh, unsettling character. It's got those weird eyes. It's got mm. those shapes on the head. It like looks like a, a cross between an alien and a monkey. I mean, it's just pretty not, you know. It's, I thought yeah. Teletubbies were supposed to be cute. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you want to hug up to one of these? The red one, Poe? No, nah, I don't know about that. Is that his name? Uh, no Teletubby for me. Uh, <laughs> Tracy had an uh, irrational fear as a kid. Tracy. Good morning. So Good morning. describe to us the fear you had. So I thought that if you, I ate lima beans, I would get pregnant. <laughs> Say that again. If you what? If I ate lima beans, yeah. that I would become pregnant. <clears throat> That's not how it works. But why? <laughs> where did okay, that come so, from? I thought you said like so, Jack and the Beanstalk or something. Like that. That's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> no. So I didn't know where this fear came from until I, w- I was pregnant with my first daughter. Yeah. And I went into the OBGYN's office, and he's got a big poster on the wall, and it shows the different stages a of pregnancy. pregnancy. That's so funny. And ah. that first little embryo yes. looks like a lima bean. And yes. you probably saw and that as a And when I was five years old, uh-huh. and my mom was pregnant, she sat with me with a book and showed me what's going to happen. Yeah. And I guess I must have just looked at that first picture and thought, <laughs> oh, my God, a lima bean, you're pregnant. And and that was it. And that's it. They're, oh, so, that's funny. That so is Until I was almost 30, Uh huh. I had no idea why I had that irrational fear. And my siblings made fun of me so much that when I was pregnant with my first daughter, right. I gave my brother a bag of lima <laughs> beans and said, here, I don't need them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there he that is amazing. Well, uh, you know, your parents trying to, trying to help you through the stages of pregnancy. You're going, lima bean. Must no, and I never would eat them. My mom would serve them. They'd be yeah. on a plate, and I'd just yeah. push them to the side. Oh, my God. No funny. pregnancy for me. That's adorable. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's Thanks. funny. But, you know, we go back to the seed thing that your mom was talking to you about. Jamar. The watermelon seeds? Yeah, I felt that way, like 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 the Jack and the Beanstalk kind of idea. Yeah. That, or that would, like there would be, like, grapes growing in my stomach. Yeah, that was not a fear, but like that'd be weird. How's it? How's the leaf gonna come out? Is it gonna come out of my ear, my nose? What's gonna happen? It, it's. I mean, I don't know. It makes complete sense in the mind of the child. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, fear of clowns coming in a in a, a hot second. Yeah. By the way, for a lot of people, I don't know why they even have those 
How did Collins even exist? Burnham and Bailey, I guess. Yeah, right? Maybe. Uh, shout out to Ronald. Mm. Uh, kind of love you. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Those of the age to do so, we always uh, encourage you to drink responsibly. But what if you haven't been? What if you've drank too much? Um, What's your go-to? What's your go-to? If I haven't... Do you have a friend? I go to the back seat of my friend's car. That's my <laughs> I don't have a really... I mean, once you get that many in you, it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, according to uh, some researchers in Texas, mm-hmm. they said they have probably come up with something that could get you sober twice as fast as you would your normal like body chemistry or really? metabolism would do it. And it's according to a hormone, a hormone that they call... Fibroblast Growth Factor 21, or FG, F21 for short. This is a hormone that the liver apparently produces naturally, but they've developed an injection, they said, that they've been giving to mice, that when given to the mice, the mice actually sober up twice as fast as they would normally. All right. Can you imagine being the researcher that's injecting mice with shots of alcohol and then this hormone? Like, what did you do at work today? I got a bunch of mice drunk and then revived them. And that's exactly what they did. Wow. So when they gave the mice the alcohol, some mice, they gave so much alcohol that the, the, the mice actually passed out. And the, of those mice that did pass out, when they injected them with the FG F21, they woke up twice as fast as the mice that didn't get the injection. And didn't remember what happened the night before. They didn't. And they regretted the decisions they made minutes before. Well, what do you think about this? I think, ah, I mean, gosh. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna give you the shot? You? No. I, I, no. I, think, I think by the time if they do release this to yeah. the humans, it'll probably be in pill form. I can't imagine people yeah. running around with syringes at bars. That not that's not really the best idea. You look a little wobbly. May I give you a shot? Yeah. See, that's a different kind of shot. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. Shot. Okay, interesting. But, I, gosh, I got to tell you, man. I mean, back in the day when I was in university and, you know, younger, like, yeah. having so many drinks seems so much fun. But right now, no way. No, 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 uh, no. Uh, I'm not down for that. I don't want to lose a day, an hour, or whatever. But, you know, what they say is what if you're going out and you don't want to have a hangover. Mm. It's not even getting drunk. Have, like... To drink and a big thing of water. To drink and a big thing of water. Yeah, you chase it with the water, right? That's right. I mean, if you can remember that right before you go to bed, if you can remember, have another big glass of water. And I would add maybe like eat some bread, just something to kind of like. Tell your stomach. Yeah, Yeah. fill up your, you know, fill your gut a little bit just to kind of, in my head, sop it up. If that even makes sense. I don't know. Scientifically sound. But, you know, you just don't want to drink all that on an empty stomach. Yeah. What, you know? Wake up feeling beat up. Yeah. You know, I think it was the freedom that we had, right? And we thought, oh, no one's telling us not to do this, so I we're going to do it. And then you lost it the next day or the day after. Okay. Well, there you go. Watch for that. I love it. I think it's very interesting. Someone needs to go check on those mice. <laughs> see, if the <laughs> mi- see if that mouse has a problem. You have a couple of regrets, those mice. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. This poll uh, was done on tw- Tinder. And they asked people between the ages of 18 to 25 about their language compared to their older counterparts. And they said in this poll, the respondents, that they felt that they spoke a completely different language than the older people. So Tinder decided to take action. 
they put like a glossary, if you will, a dating dictionary, <laughs> so that the older generation on, tw- on Tinder could uh, understand what the younger people were talking about. So if they made connections and dated and stuff, they'd at least have an idea of what this different language was. I so let's just uh, let's let's play a uh, vocab. Let's do okay. uh, a vocabulary lesson. Um, one of the words in the Tinder dating dictionary is situationship. Situationship. There's a there's a good song by uh by one of my favorite R&B artists. Situationship. Um, a situationship is when it's more than a hookup, but it's it's not really exclusive. It's a relationship, but not quite a relationship. It's, it's a situation. It's called dating. Not quite. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're dating, but you're not yeah. quite dating. It's like we have an understanding, but we're not official. Right. We're exclusive, kind of. <laughs> we're exclusive. Wow. Talk about buffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this... Situationship. Okay. Sh- shout out to my girl Snow Allegra. Love the song. Anyway. This next word makes me laugh because I was uh, told I did this. <laughs> I was told I did this. It's a date review. Yeah. It's a date review. It's kind of like an interview, but for a date. <laughs> date review. No, it's when you go, for me, it was when you go on a date and the guy doesn't speak and then you keep talking to him because he's not, yeah. so what's your favorite thing? Ba, 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 that kind of thing? It's like rapid fire questions, but it's not very personal. It's like, oh, this isn't a date. This is a date review. Date review. Love that. I love that term. Uh, a textlationship. <laughs> that one should be self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. There are some relationships that with people, I actually have relationships with people like this right now where all we do is text. It's nothing romantic, but like no. all we do, we don't ever hang out. No. We don't ever FaceTime. We don't see each other. We just text back and forth. Right. You just check in. It's <laughs> it, it's it's a text relationship, but it's especially annoying in relationships oh, yeah. because there's one person on the other side who's like, uh, are you ever going to ask me out? Exactly. Are we ever going to hang out? Are we right. ever going to do something? Yeah. Right. This is dumb. This is a text relationship. <laughs> Let me tell you about the next one, which is universal, all demographics. Okay. Ick. Ick, yeah. Ick, ick is, uh, is a thing. Anything that's a turn off. Anything that's a ick. turn off. Ick for me is like nails that have been bitten down to like the nail beds. <laughs> that's my ick. Like, Man, come on. Get like, come on. Like, are we still biting our nails at this age? Not, that's an ick for me. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, not sharing my icks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm you guys have at least one ick. There's got to be an ick out okay, there. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Right. Okay. Dirty car interior. Yeah, yeah. Dirty car not, interior is not good. If you're not taking care of the car interior, what else are you not taking yeah. care of? Yeah, like especially when there's like like really sticky or cruddy stuff in right. the crevices of the right. vehicle. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know. Men that use Snapchat filters. <laughs> that's okay. An that's an ick for me. That's your ick? And yeah. then post it. Oh, okay. <laughs> fabulous. Okay. We got more. We got more. We should continue on. With okay. Uh, if you need some more of those, we'll come back to the uh, Tinder dating dictionary. There's some good ones. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. These are Tinder's dating dictionary words. This is to help the older generation on Tinder more relate to the the language that uh, the younger ones are listening to. Maybe they can at least, uh, you know, speak to each other. So maybe make better connections. How how about we use some of these words in a sentence? That's what they would do in school. Okay. Uh, Dry texture, Marilyn. Dry texture. Um... Someone who writes boring texts and doesn't use many emojis. Use the term dry texter. In a oh, sentence. I can't even start with that. Yeah, you know, just think about it. He was uh, a dry texter. Here's my text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a very good application there. 
Okay. Um, that's funny. Yeah, because you know these days when the emojis are really they hold weight in a conversation. Yeah. Like when you use certain emojis, I, everyone's text has a flavor, wouldn't you say, Azalea? When For sure. Text? If you send me a good morning message and you just say, if you don't add good, if you just say morning, yeah. And there's no emoji attached. Yeah. I'm like, what's your problem? Right. Like, are you okay? But if you said morning with a little sparkle or morning with a smiley face. Even just hearing you say the sparkle makes me laugh because it, it really means something. It means something. Yeah, Don't you know? just send morning. Now you made an Why? effort to go through all those emojis to find the perfect emojis. To say well, morning. usually, you know, yeah. in your recent, like your most uh, used emojis, kind of your flavor. Right. Right there in the recent. Like yeah. everyone has a flavor. So then I'm a dry texter. You, you are a dry texter. I am. I, I've no, never, I can look texter. at you and know you're a dry texter. I've never yeah. received an emoji from you. Yeah. I can I, look at, wait a minute. You can look at him and know he's a dry yeah. texter. Yeah. There's no way wow. Simone uses wow. emojis. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think I'm a semi-dry texter. I don't think I'm very emoji-ly. I use them once in a while, right? Yeah, I would say so. I don't use a whole variety of them. No. Yeah. And sometimes I try to mix and match them, like try to make scenarios. You know, like the effort I, is there. I'll, I'll put two emojis yeah, together and make them make a sentence. Anyway, the uh, the next term in the Tinder dating dictionary is love bombing. You know that one, right? Uh, when you come on too strong yes. part of a relationship, then both people do it, and it can lead to tur- what's turbo relationship? Yeah, like it's a boom <laughs> gone. Like, oh, like zero to 100 in like three seconds that type of relation where we, we get into it quickly can i tell you the term that i've never i mean I've, it's so true but i didn't know there's a term for this sunday test sunday test testing how compatible you are by hanging out on sunday and doing nothing that's like going on vacation with somebody if, yeah because if you pass that test you're all right well sundays are supposed to be a really chill day yeah. where not much goes on and maybe brunch in the morning yeah. and then right. you just kind of stroll through the city yeah um so if you can do that with this person and not really have a lot of premeditated things around the date it's probably a good good match it is oh my gosh these are so funny one of the things you and i we've all talked about this riz short for charisma yeah like i went out with this guy who has tons of riz we might hard launch soon hard launch <laughs> Hard launch. Ready for this? When you post your first official photo as a couple. Yeah, who hard launched recently? Um, I would say Avril Lavigne and uh, yes. and uh, and Tyga yes. definitely did a hard launch this week. Launch, yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, so many things to talk. About. I've also never heard oh. Riz. Riz. Yeah. yeah. I think you were away in Trinidad when we talked about Riz. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I was also. That was an awakening for me. Okay. And Riz. What's that? Riz. Had some riz. All right. Interesting terms. Those are those are the terms. Trying to bring the trying to bring the generations together. An honorable <laughs> mention to the sober first kiss. Yes. Which is a very very important kiss. Yeah. The you know, sober one. Yeah, because oh, you know yeah, most probably. kisses are the drunk kiss. That's the first kiss. So yeah. the sober kiss is like, whoa, we actually know what we're doing. Just some liquid courage. No, but I'm telling you, <laughs> if the kiss isn't good, it'll never get better. Yeah. You can't teach someone how to kiss. Uh huh. It's either True. there. Or it's not. And another important aspect, the friend introduction. Once you meet their friends, then you get the vouch. The friend introduction. Mm. Yep. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. What did you pay for out of laziness? Text the answers to 104536. And I think about this specifically now because it's tax time. Yeah. And as you start looking at your, uh, mm-hmm. you know, your credit card statements and you look at your checking accounts, you just see all the things we buy 
And I think they've really found that we people, we love convenience. Yes. Convenience, I think, is a code word for laziness. Uh, right? Like, and I think that laziness, because we had to during the pandemic. Yeah. We got used to ordering certain things and doing certain things yeah. and not making certain things. That's when that stuff really popped off, right? I like think so. Yeah, I like do. the groceries. Yeah. Everything just being put on your doorstep, brought right to your house. I mean, like yourself, I will probably, I think me more than you, the, the food orders. Like, it's just so lazy. I look at all the money I spent on the Uber Eats and all the, the delivery, and it's like, I could have bought a car with all this stuff. Yeah, when you total total it up, it's, it, and then you start with the new tax year, you're going, okay, this year I'm going to just be the best person I can be. And then as time goes on, you go, well, I am going to go pick up a coffee, and I am going to get a pre-made meal, and I am going to order from Uber Eats. If yeah. I would just do a whole vat of scrambled eggs and just take a spoon and just scoop them into a bowl and bring them to work every day, I would save so much money. But lazy. Don't do it. Well, yeah. But there's also kind of with that, and laziness is, I, to me is exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like you've been such a good person. You go and order that coffee. So it's a treat. treat. It's a treat. <laughs> and then, guys, I order, and I love our friends at Starbucks, but I order the oatmeal. I have packets of oatmeal in my drawer. You have so much. You, you have oatmeal. And the, the oatmeal that you're holding in your hand? It costs $17,000 a year. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you could buy, like, all of a Quaker factory. I know. <laughs> for the oatmeal. So starting on Monday, yeah. let's say we do it one more time. I'm still going to order my two coffees because that's a treat. But I'm going to start making my own oatmeal. But to your point, the scrambled eggs, just don't bring them in here to this room. They stinky. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, that okay. So convenience. How about how about buying something, and not returning it? That's yep. laziness. I I I, I was, right. That was my deal. At one once upon yeah. a time, like you buy something and you're like, oh, I don't feel like going I back know. and dealing with customer service. Yeah. I don't know where the receipt is. I don't feel like looking for it. I'll just throw it in the closet. Yes. Yes. Lazy, lazy purchase. Not canceling a membership or an app. Where you're not applying it anymore. Super lazy. That is. And, and I, that is probably the the worst form yeah. of laziness because that's just on your phone. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You just gotta navigate yourself to the website. To 100%. That, you know, that's you what don't I have mean? to get out of your bed to do that. You don't yeah. have to move. How lazy can we be? <laughs> uh, extremely. We, we're extremely. We've given you a couple of great examples. I know there are more. Uh huh. Text one zero four five three six. What did you pay for out of laziness? Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Half of these Amazon purchases that we make are lazy purchases. 100%. Right. Like someone texted in that they ordered a box of pens from Amazon. Like they couldn't have walked up the street to the Got Staples. To Dollarama. Dollarama or going to Staples and done the same thing. But you no, because get... then you have to walk there. You had to get pens from Amazon. I buy cereal on Amazon. Simone. Simone. Broski. <laughs> what are you doing? Do you pay more? Of no, course. I find I pay less. Oh, okay. Really? Well, then I'm here for that. I mean, if they're delivering you a box of cereal, what other things are you buying in that box of cereal purchase on Amazon? It better not be just the box of cereal. Lots and lots of series. <laughs> well, we have Amazon oh, Prime. It's free delivery. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, what? when I first discovered having your groceries delivered, yeah. that was like a whole new world to me. Um, so I was doing that weekly because I could be at work. I could be doing whatever I'm doing. And my groceries would be delivered to my door. Yeah. And it was just the simplest thing. And I was just like, 
I don't care that I have to pay an additional 10, 15, maybe 20 bucks to have that delivered because that was saving me so much time. I didn't have to drive anywhere. I didn't have to go pick it out myself. I didn't have to bring it to the car, bring it upstairs. You know, like it was all yeah. being done for me. I, I, I think that, yes, and I do the same thing, Azalea, so I'm not beating you up. But I do think there is something special about I don't going, do it anymore, though. I like you don't going. do it? I like going to the grocery store. You yeah, go to the grocery yeah. store in Maryland, you walk around, yeah. you you, know, you pick up your fruit, give it a little squeeze, right. you know, like, I don't know. So that is where I learned my lesson was oh. whenever I ordered produce, yes. I felt like they weren't paying any attention to what they were giving me, and they would just throw whatever in the bag. 100%. So unless it was canned or boxed, I was not... You know, those are the only things that I feel like I will order right, through right, grocery right. delivery. No right. longer will I order produce. So I just go and do it myself. Yeah, yeah. Even if I have to go to multiple places. Yeah. It, but you, it was, it, that was kind of a convenience, laziness kind of a thing. Yes. But now you know that it's, doesn't, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Not, I like, not I like going to the grocery least. store. I do. And my husband insists on a list. And sometimes laziness means you don't have a list. And then you <laughs> rebuy things. Like one summer when I had four ketchups. <laughs> <laughs> and you look in your cupboard. I, I need a ketchup. Ketchup, oh. ketchup, ketchup. Yeah, like right, Someone right. forgot the ketchups. Ketchup stockpile. Giving it away. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, over, I, I, I we, we all tend to buy in some way, shape, whatever, whatever category, clothing, food, whatever it is, the same thing, and it just sits there. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. you got to give some thought about before you buy something, especially these days. Like, are you going to use it or yeah. is it just going to sit there? Like lettuce, what a waste of my house. Well, yeah, with these prices right oh, now, you yeah, really right. got to like look at what you're buying. Exactly. It's got to be used right away, and that's it. It's almost like I purchase things that are on sale at the grocery store, but I know I have to eat it within the next couple of days. That's that's the way I have to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And, uh, we you know we already waste yeah. so much food. We do. Um. So you know, wasting food, wasting money. Right. Both not great. So, I'm gonna buy, enjoy my coffee that I bought tomorrow right now. Once again, you got how many of those mugs do you have, or those uh, little thermoses do you have in your house? You could make the coffee at home. Yeah, it tastes different when I get here, though. <laughs> Something weird about that. Yep. And the laziness continues. <laughs> Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar's watch list. Hey, we'll watch it. I'm watching you. Shum 104.5. So uh, a lot to watch this weekend. I mean, this year has been an incredible year for movie releases. So the Oscars is going to be, um, if you do watch, it's going to be a watch this year. I think. Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you focusing on for the Oscars? I'm going to focus on Jimmy Kimmel's opening monologue at the 95th Oscars. I'm glad he's hosting. He's going to handle that really well. And he is going to address the slap that was heard around the world. <laughs> um, but, but prior to that, our friends at eTalk, eTalk Live at the Oscars at 530 and then there's a countdown to the Oscars at 6.30. And then the big ceremony itself, hosted by Kimmel at 8 p.m. That's all on CTV, ctv.ca, and the CTV app. Make a prediction for best picture. I'm going to say everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere. I co-sign. Yeah. 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 Uh, you guys are not far off. I mean, that one has a lot of the momentum right now. Even though it was so strange, but it was good. So strange. <laughs> so different, right? Yeah, di- extremely different. Okay. Not not mad at that. I'm also looking forward to performances happening at the Oscars. Yeah, Rihanna's performing, right? Exactly, Rihanna's yeah. performing. No, no Lady Gaga, because she's mm-hmm. busy doing what? The Joker, Joker. Harlequin. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she won't be there. She sang uh, that beautiful song at the end of Maverick, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. Hold my hand. Like that. It meant it was the right song for the end of the show. That's your pick. 
for the best no, original No, it song? isn't. I okay. <laughs> but I really liked how sometimes, you know, some songs don't fit a movie. That fit beautifully. Mind you, she wrote it how many years ago? Because they delayed the film. Because he wanted Tom Cruise, that film, to be seen in the theaters. And he is responsible for bringing people back to the theater. I like Tom Cruise just because of that. What about you, Jamar? What's happening? What you want? Um, I'm excited about The Last of Us this weekend. Uh, it ended with a very, very dramatic uh, episode. How many more episodes do we have to the uh, the finale of the season, Simone? Sunday. <sighs> Sunday's the season That's finale. It. Come on, man. Okay. I was, been. That, was that like 9 o'clock? Is that what it happened? Yep, 9 o'clock. Nine o'clock. What, are we, what are we doing? Are we sitting on the couch? Are you closing, locking the door? Is there food prepared? Do you eat food during this, uh, this? Well, this last episode, I was pretty much in fetal position. Right. So, um, the, yeah. this, this show, you bite your nails during it. Yeah. That's the You're stressed you out the whole time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, True Lies. So this show is basically about this uh, suburban housewife. She's kind of bored with her life. She's unfulfilled. She's unsatisfied. Yeah. And then she finds out that her boring husband, who she thinks is just a computer consultant, is actually an international spy. Based on the Jamie Lee Curtis Arnold Schwarzenegger big blockbuster movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So now we get to see it in series. Uh, I still see her hanging from the helicopter. That's a great scene. I still see that. And Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, nominated, too, for the Oscars. Okay, cool. Oh, Steve Howey's in that. Uh, That's the guy that plays Kevin in... uh, in Shameless. Shameless, yes. Yeah. Fantastic character. Oh, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he's awesome. Okay. True Lies should be a treat. Cool. Plenty of things to watch. Yeah. yeah, and you can check it out on ctv.ca if you missed the first two episodes. Very cool. Okay, uh, let us know what you're watching. If it's going to be uh, some of that or it's going to be something else, you can text us to 104536. Turn up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 1045. This weekend, all eyes on the Oscars. Yes. As we look west to see what's going on <laughs> with these big awards and some of the biggest movies of the year. Uh, let's turn to Liz Trenier, who's joining us on the show this morning. Friend Liz. Friend the show, Liz Trenier. How are you? Good morning. I am so great, you know, as LA's uh, correspondent. Hollywood correspondent for eTalk. I am so happy to talk about the Oscars because last year was absolutely life-changing for me. My first time covering the yes. Oscars on that red carpet. Right. So I will be at home cheering on the team this year. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk things, all, all things movies because this, this is the Super Bowl of our industry. You know, this is, this is the countdown. This is the showdown. Um, and this year has some in, – Incredible contenders for Best Picture. Yeah, I know. Jamar's seen most of them. He's really good at that. Which one do you think is going to win? which one's your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I really liked All Quiet, All, All Quiet on the Western Front, if that's the correct title for that. Yes. Yeah, I, yep. I, I really, really enjoyed that film. Um, it was just <laughs> eye-opening. I mean, it's hard to watch because it's, you know, the material, obviously, it's mm-hmm, war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was done so well. Many, many years ago. Not- many. Is, are you going to do about what, that, that, that one years ago, Liz? Well, I was I was just going to say that it already won. It, it it's already won in a previous form. Yes, it exactly. Won the Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when it when it was black and white and no one had done a film like that before. Yeah. So like okay, so I know that the Oscars are going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. That's all amazing, right? Yeah, I mean Jimmy Kimmel can do no wrong. He's hilarious. He is 
charismatic. He loves to poke fun at the academy, so we can expect a lot of that. Um, but also, I mean, this year is one just to watch in general. I mean, you got Rihanna performing, which yes. is a huge thing um, that everyone's looking forward to. There's also a lot of history-making nominations this year. Um, I mean, Michelle Yeoh is the first Asian nominee ever in the Best Actress category. Mm-hmm. Um, there was someone back in 1935 um, for the Dark Angel, but they were not publicly identifying um, their Asian heritage. Right. Now, it, Angela Bassett, who's also nominated um, for Best Supporting Actress for her work in Black Panther, obviously, is the first performer from the MCU to crack any of the Oscars actor categories. Wow. Yeah, so, that's that's incredible. Because you know, like like you know, she yeah. mentioned the MCU and comic book movies always kind of get shade when it comes to uh, the big awards, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of broken down that barrier now. So now maybe in future uh, award shows will be seeing those, those movies nominated as well. Um, one that I'm going to be watching for, obviously, it's been sweeping, absolutely sweeping award season. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. The Daniels. Daniel um, Shiner and Daniel Kwan are a duo who are nominated, but they are the directors and writers of this. And honestly, this one, I'm just rooting for it at every inch of the way. I mean, obviously, Kay Wee Kwan, you've got Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie mm-hmm. Hsu, and you've got Jamie Lee Curtis all nominated in those oh, top actor categories as well. What a cast. What a cast. So let's talk about... When everything's going to start, the Eat Talk Live at the Oscars starts at 5.30, right? 5.30 Eastern on CTV. That will be live at the Oscars. you got Tyrone Edwards, my best friend, on the red carpet on that prime spot. Listen, we are number two on the red carpet. <laughs> the broadcaster is ABC. Yeah. And then right next door is eTalk. So well done. It is unbelievable yeah. and then on that exclusive balcony position you've got laney louis and tracy melshore in yeah. that bird's eye view looking out over the red carpet all the fashion commentary it's going to be incredible so that's okay. going to be starting at 5 30 and the show starts at 8 p.m eastern yeah. on ctv yeah that's right okay so here we go we're ready for jimmy kimmel to host the oscars at eight o'clock up, Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Let's talk about a car for men. Yeah. A car that Ford uh, decided to drop on us yesterday. The Ford Explorer Men's Only Edition. Yeah. A man's vehicle. For the first time ever, we've completely reimagined the automobile. Introducing the Men's Only Ford Explorer with no windshield wipers. No heater. No turn signals. Wait, no rearview mirror? No GPS? Are you kidding? Ah, it's missing all the parts created by women. Wow, whose great idea was that? This Women's History Month, Ford salutes the visionary automotive work by women past, present, and future. Yes! And that's incredible. Isn't that, whoever wrote that. I love that. Brilliant. Isn't that great? <laughs> you that see, was great. And it's so funny. You know, a lot of times, you know, when you talk about car culture, you think of a men's only sport. Yeah. But ingeniously, Ford showed us that without the women involved, the car would not even be worth driving. That's right. That's great. What was the most standout to you? Uh, 
You know, like yesterday, actually, you, you missed it, but we did talk about the windshield wipers yeah. that a woman uh, invented and patented, yeah. the, the, the first windshield wipers. Yeah. I didn't know about the heater. I didn't know about the turn signals. I didn't know about the mirrors. I didn't know about the GPS. I mean, all of The this... GPS was surprising to me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, like the, that. it's just foolish to think that in the world we live in, it's just so homogeneous. You think only one type of person is involved in all these things we've got? Of course, yeah. women are involved in that. And they should be acknowledged and celebrated, and we should know it. And that's why we have it. That's, that's why we up. do that. I have to say, I saw this uh, ad uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I went, where are these people going yeah, with this ad? The men's only And at the end, edition. I was like this, and I was going, yes! So it was so well done. Well, whoever wrote it, brilliant. Good on them. Very good writing. Mm. Good marketing there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a car I don't want. I don't think anyone wants that car either. Okay? Yeah. Leave the I'm women. Not, I'm not driving with you in that Leave one. the women parts in our cars, yeah. please. Thank you. Up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. There's so many days where after work or after drive, I get into my garage and just drop asleep in my car, and I'm just like, oh, I am so tired. Um, and you know, they've done so many studies also about people being tired on the road. It's one of the big leading causes of accidents. Mm-hmm. Maybe this thing that Ford is doing mm-hmm. could help with that, or maybe it could make things worse. You decide. Ford is working on a feature. That would let you nap while you're driving. Uh, basically, you'd get into the car and you turn on this this feature. Okay. And the feature uses a bunch of different technologies, GPS, cameras, radar, and it will let you actually let the car do the driving while you say maybe take a nap or read or eat or do anything but having to have your eyes on the road and hands on the wheel. It also uses, you know the buzzword, AI. AI is everything. Yes. And AI is here. Um, So I don't know. Are you in for this? Well, I think about when you're on the highway, right? Yeah. And there's rest stops. That's what those are for. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's the, yeah. Rest stops. That's the the point where you're supposed to stop, rest, refuel. Yeah. Maybe empty the tank, if you know what I mean, and then uh, maybe get a bite to eat. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but this is uh, while you're driving. This is while you're driving. Now, yeah. Ford already has like a hands-free thing called uh, Blue Cruise. Um, ah. and it uses, you know, GPS and all those other things. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know, as long as you're watching the road, it'll allow you to let the car do some of the driving. But this is a whole other part of that. You could actually maybe even go to sleep, they're saying, if, they, yeah. if this technology actually works. So, like Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. Self-driving. How's that working for them? Not great. Yeah, they, so they've a, been. A steering wheel fell off the other day of a of a car. I mean, I, I don't saw know. that. I mean, yeah. I've, I've actually been in one of those Teslas where the guy tried to show me how it works. It's pretty impressive because, like, it it, is. it gives you this map and it just shows you like all the cars and the cars on the road and the cars parked on the curb. Yeah, the radars or the cameras that it uses are pretty interesting. It's just that the mistakes. Yeah, the mistakes yeah. feel so risky. A lot of glitches. You know, yeah. when Twitter goes down or Wi-Fi goes down. Whoa. That'd be a problem. Here's the other thing. Let's just say they get this all done and it's going to be great and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What about the other guy? What about the guy that doesn't have it and is not paying attention to what he's doing on the road and you get in trouble? Yeah. You know, like it, it doesn't protect you from other drivers. Just like when you have the snow tires and you've got the good vehicle to get through the snowstorm, which we're expecting this afternoon. I'm not worried about me. I feel like I'm a good driver. I know I've got my stuff. 
But I worry about other people that don't. Yeah. So yeah. they're saying yeah. that the way the the automatic, or excuse me, the uh, art of the artificial intelligence, yeah. the way it works, is it will react to those people ah. <laughs> better than you would react to it. Okay. It would say the person coming swerving into your lane, the AI will be predicting all of those uh, yeah. occurrences. You know, I mean, the computers are smarter than us ah, anyway. Yes. They're quicker than us. Yes. It's very interesting to see. It we'll is. see. We'll see what happens. There's so much technology. It's just. Like, really, it's not crawling along. It is speeding up, that's for sure. Can you imagine that day when, uh-huh. you know, you're driving and you look side to side and pretty much everyone around you is asleep? Sleeping. <laughs> it's like taking a nap. <laughs> oh. I've seen the way Sometimes you guys I drive. Think people are sleeping. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you guys are already sleeping. Yeah. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast Chum 104.5. Podcast.